Hey family, welcome to another edition of Cool Jazz Conversations. My name is Marcella Shepard, the bass man, and it is my pleasure to be joined by this international superstar today, a brother who has toured the land and has a couple of incredible albums out there and he's taking the time to hang out with us today. Please welcome none other than multi-instrumentalist Matthew Whitaker to Cool Jazz Conversations. How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing? I am great, man. It is so good to be in your presence once again. Haven't seen you in person in a few years. But nonetheless, I have been watching your journey and I am truly so happy and elated for you. And let me start off by saying happy belated 21st birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So how was your celebration uh, up at, uh, what was it, Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola, right? Yeah, that was on April 14th. Yeah, Um, Yeah. it was was great. We had my band there. We had... um, a few friends from Juilliard who played horns. We called them the Julie horns. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love it, love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, it was great. Um, really fun time. Uh, both sets were amazing. And we got to see uh, a lot of other people as well in the facility. So it was great. Nice, nice. Well, congratulations to you and welcome to adulthood I guess we should say oh right <laughs> and all that comes along with with adulting uh, mm. speaking of adulting let's let's go back if you will you know just looking at at your your storied life if you will you are truly amazing Matthew Thank uh, you. you came into this world three months premature mm. small enough to fit in the palm of your father's hands less than two pounds and they gave you a 50 50 chance to live but God wow just just incredible all that you fought through and continue to to move through in this world what age did you start playing the piano i started playing when i was about three years old uh, my grandfather gave me my uh, first keyboard at three and i taught myself nursery rhymes <laughs> nice. um, thank you um, um and i started going to the fmdg music store uh, at five years old um I taught my, uh, and uh, I was taught classical piano first, and I'm still working with the same teacher today. Wow! Um, which is amazing. all these years. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I started playing drums when I was about six, and okay. I got into I got into jazz music when I was about seven. Wow! Uh, and I taught myself the organ um, when I was about uh, nine. But your feet weren't even you know, long enough to reach the pedals on the floor, had it? <laughs> no, uh, they, they were, <laughs> yeah, were somehow, they? <laughs> yeah. On your tippy toes, huh? Yeah, yeah, now, definitely. For, for drums, you know, as you sit here talking about being six years old and playing the drums, I think back to my son, uh, one of my sons, mm. I would be in the kitchen cooking and he there would start go. pulling all of the pots and there pans out of the cabinet and banging on them with spoons. There it is. And I said, <laughs> okay, I, I, I know what you need to be doing. And you know, he's a drummer as well. How did it start with you on the drums? 
I think just you know hearing a lot of music that has drums in it <laughs> is what got me in there. And I remember like when I was little, uh, I forgot what age though, but I remember like um, so like you know like in in, in orchestra uh, sections like you have the um, the the, sim- the the symbols that you put your hands together like and you just yes. Him together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had one of those. Crash. It was they were really tiny though, but I had one of those when I was little, and I would just nonstop just. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I remember getting like those those uh, few in one instruments where you had like a small keyboard and you had like little drum pads and you had sticks and, and, and if you hit the um the pads it'll make sounds and if you hit the keyboard it'll make sounds and you got mm-hmm. other a lot of other controls on it i remember having that growing up and then eventually uh i, I remember going into a music store you know figuring out you know what drum set you know i liked or in terms of like from my point of view it's like from a sound point of view since i can't see right. and and we got it, and I've had the kit for a long time, and then a few years ago I switched it for a Yamaha. Nice. So yeah, you you have all of all of these uh, gadgets memories. and keyboards, and definitely <laughs> memories that that go on for years. And connections. <laughs> Uh, yes, and connections as well, which we we're definitely going to talk about. So, seven years old. You start to listen to jazz and get mm-hmm. into jazz. What is it about jazz that resonated with you at such a, a young age? Yeah, I think jazz is really, really about for me, like um, it's really being me and not worrying about, you know, you know, boundaries. I guess, and mm. you know, and um. Yes, there are, um, you know, in a lot of jazz music, yes, there are like, chord changes that you have to follow and all that stuff. But like, as far as when, when it comes to soloing, you can do whatever you want, especially mm-hmm. if if it's just really like no structure at all, like even like like, like you know, the, the, the avant garde type type stuff, where it's just like. <laughs> You know, this is just, just whatever. This is right. just going for it. It's it's storytelling, if you will, and and you are the narrator, and you're able to take people on a journey, whatever it is, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. Yes. And and I feel that really comes into play, especially when you're doing like film scoring, which I've been blessed to do so far. And really, what, yeah. what films have you done? Uh, so. Um, totally a two. There's a documentary that actually released on my birthday. Okay. Um, through allarts.org. Um, shout out to everyone there. Um, I, I was able to do a artist in residency there and I did the music for all that. And, uh, basically, uh, it's about me and how, you know, um, how I wanted to be a film composer or like, you know, and get into music directing and basically taking all those goals and, and, you know, combining everything into, uh, one project really, or a few projects really. And, um, the other, uh, opportunity I got to film was, 
um, for a movie that is currently streaming on Hulu, uh-huh. um, and it's called Starkeisha, and I did the story for it. Starkey, you know that sounds familiar. I've I've heard the title. I haven't seen the mm. film, but I've definitely heard of it. So I, I definitely look forward to checking that out for sure. Starkeisha. Yeah, on and Hulu. the other. Yeah, and the documentary is about. Uh, it is called uh, about about tomorrow. Okay. Matthew Whitaker about tomorrow and all that. I will definitely be looking all of those up, and I'm sure our listeners will as well. You you. know, I had the pleasure, Matthew, of meeting both your parents, Moses and May. Incredible people, incredible people. Uh, As a young artist, talk about the the guidance that they have provided for you on Mm. this musical journey, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel that, you know, both... You know, my parents and the rest of my family have really been huge supporters of me, and I'm very grateful for that. And um, I'm grateful that they are continuing, you know, you know, to, to support me. And you know, we as a family, you know, uh, we support each other. You know, I was telling, yeah. you know, I, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. You know, uh, I was saying, no, um, um, no matter what happens, you know, we we, we all should be supporting one another. And happy belated to your dad as well, because I know his birthday was just the other day. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So please send him my love for sure. How many How many hours a day that they have you practicing uh, as you were growing up? I mean, uh, I don't really practice. I just, I just go for it. (laughs) Just, just, just play for. Just play until dad says, "Okay, go to bed." (laughs) (laughs) But you would literally be up all night just, just having a good time. In your own world, yeah. wow, wow. Who who would you say was your the first person that you tried to emulate on on piano? I don't remember. Really? <laughs> no, I I just just like I guess I was just really curious about everything, and then right. as I got older, okay, explored a certain pianist, for example, Art Tatum. Like I remember okay. like having. Like the CDs, like like the box and everything, box like right, every yeah. everything. And then I remember having a bunch of stuff from Jimmy Smith, and mm. you know, my uncles um, really, you know, put a huge part in showing me all all different types of jazz artists, you know. And um, uh, I still have the playlists on my devices, and they still <laughs> they still play, um, <laughs> and it's and. Songs that they've they've had over they've collected over the years and you know and you know and then you get to today where you know um, I've been doing this for a few months now like every time we ride in the car if I hear something that I like I just shazam it on my phone mm. and just add and not just add the song but add the entire album to my phone so wow. I can. I can just, you know, go through and listen to the whole thing and, you know, learn from that. Incredible, man. Incredible. So if you were just joining us, we are talking to Matthew Whitaker, incredible pianist, composer and human being as well. Uh, This is a brother who's been at this thing for quite a while. How is school going right now? Well, it's almost done, and I'm really happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Over at Juilliard uh, yes. in the Jazz Studies program, first blind student in the yes. uh, in the undergraduate program there. Uh, yeah. Tell us about it, man. That your journey at Juilliard. Mm, um, honestly, uh, it's been really good, really, really good. Um, I, I feel that I've learned a lot, and I'm and, and I still am. You know, I got one more year to go. I'm currently finishing up my third year there, so uh, next year I'll be graduating. So that's exciting. And I know that, you know, there have been so many firsts in your life and they'll continue to be. What yeah. was it that necessarily uh, attracted you to Juilliard in the first place? Well, I guess uh, from an accessible point of view, um, um, uh, the ease of like, navigation like, like, around, the, uh, around campus, really, because it's not like where there's multiple buildings on, on different parts of the area and you have to like walk there and it takes X amount of time to get there. No, it's like um, everything's all in one building and if you want to go to the dorms, just walk across the walkway. You're there. Nice. Gotcha. So, really easy. Nice. And is there a particular professor that's had uh, a pretty large impact on your studies yeah. there? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, one of them being Frank Kimbrough who uh, uh, passed away um Last December, I want to say, um, mm. like, so, so now two years ago, and I think, um, and what when that happened, uh, we were all like really, you know, sad. But I can imagine. Um, he was like one of the, uh, one of my favorite professors to work with, and he was just so down to earth. Um, mm. But now I'm studying with Donald Vega, who also plays with. Um, oh, yeah. The great uh, Ron Carter, mm -hmm. uh, who's an amazing bass player. But um, um, both both Donald and I have been getting uh, have been really uh, really close. And the fact that he just offered to step in after Frank passed, you know, was was really amazing. And I'm grateful to be with him. Incredible man. Tell me about some of your your peers in your class. Yeah, um, a few of them were able to come to the Dizzy show and, and perform too so that was fun nice um but man um a lot of people um I've known for a long time before Juilliard like for example like with Jazz House Kids you know, shout out to everyone there um you know uh, I met a lot of these 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 great um students and performers and um the fact that we all are just going to the same campus now is just crazy you know it's yeah. like, oh I remember you, I remember you, I remember you. <laughs> so. That's awesome, man, being able to grow and, and grow together mm. and then uh, being able to... Making those know, connections. Yeah, those those connections are, are simply incredible. And, of course, connections being uh, the name of the latest project that has been yes. out for, for quite a while now and has done very well uh, in the top five on the Jazz Week charts uh, a few times and uh, featuring some incredible artists. You have guitarist Marcos Robinson, bassist yeah. Kareem Hutton, and Dia Jones, Isaiah Johnson, Otis Brown III, and Jonathan Blake. I mean, you, you're showing out on here, man. And this and, and I'm on drums too. 
And, yes, and you on drums, right? Yeah, so the drummers are definitely uh, getting some on here. And, and this is being an album of both covers and uh, a few originals as well with, you know, each one of those songs affectionately being connected to you. Tell us about it. Mm, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, you nailed it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Connections, <laughs> Connections is really about um, the uh, connections I have with other artists and their connections with me, both musically and spiritually, really. And shout out to Derek Hodge for producing the entire record and yeah. Chris Allen for mixing and... Um, um, and also, uh, really, um, how it happened was, uh, I met Derek at the Monterey Jazz Festival three years ago, and we were like, oh, let, 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 let's collab together someday, and here we go, uh, phone call, uh, hey, let's produce the album, <laughs> um, talk about the music, send demo tracks to him, and in the studio, and, you know, like, and to be in the studio with everybody, like, you know, and like I said before, just, you know, learning and growing together. Um, it was just so fun. And the fact that we were able to do that, like, all of this during a pandemic. Yeah. You know, it was, you know. Yeah. And how, I mean, so, you know, here we are on the the edge of the end of the pandemic for <laughs> some, for some people, yeah. you know, there was no pandemic, but, you know, we're, we're coming out of this thing slowly but surely. How did you fare through the pandemic? Um, well, I mean, besides shows being canceled and events being canceled, um, right for that, I've been able to still do live streams from various locations, including right here in the basement or outside or in different venues and but uh, even like I was able to do shows in front of audiences um e even during you know the pandemic and again yeah I'm really grateful about that and were you able to write any new music during the pandemic yeah for the um for the album connections really um mm -hmm. and and um you know also just getting better at you know, you know my uh, technology side of me. <laughs> um, um, and, uh, and I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, speaking of technology, I was able to. Well, App Apple reached out to me uh, during this, you know, uh, this season that we were going through, it, um, and. Uh, they asked if I wanted to become an accessibility tester for their software and products and, 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 and hardware products. Hmm. And, like, and they checked out my music and, like, that really, like, you know, was amazing because, like, I wasn't expecting for that to happen. Right. You know, just all of a sudden, oh, uh, we want to work with you and stuff like that. So they sent me a bunch of stuff to use and I've been able to keep it. So that's... Great. That is also, I mean, you know, looking at your studio, I'm, I'm like, okay, this kid is a technological wizard, uh, if you will. But I know that there are, uh, well, better yet, what challenges mm. are you presented with technology-wise as uh, a blind person? Mm, good question. Well, I think um, 
um, especially when it, when it comes to the academic stuff, like making sure everything's accessible um, for 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 me and other you know visually impaired people, you know, who have similar th- um, needs like me, really, um, and not just for academic stuff, but like for everyday use, like when I'm recording, for example, like making sure you know whatever I'm using is accessible. And you know everyday tasks, right. um, and I'm glad that Apple is you know uh, making it easy for developers to you know man- manage all that. And and I've been able to work with different developers like um, um, Native Instruments and uh, who else? Uh, Ecamm. Hmm. Um, and um, a lot of other people, and uh, I'm, st- I'm I'm still, you know, working with p- different developers today. So, so if Matthew Whitaker were to develop his own piece of uh, equipment and/or software for the vision impaired, what would it be? Mm. Good question. I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Good question. But uh, hey, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, whoever wants to reach out, like uh, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's. I mean, that's that's very important, right? Yeah. Um, that's the other thing. Like, 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 you know, just always just having an open mind for everything. You know. Yeah. Open minds. Uh, they. They would truly make the world go round and, and help our people for generations to come. People make the world go round. Let's go. Let's go. You know what? I think now, since you did that, I think this would be a great time right now for us to pause on conversation and just let you rock out a little bit. Matthew Whitaker, Cool Jazz Conversations exclusive right now. The floor is yours. Matthew, I love your stage presence, right? Stage presence is is a big thing that not all artists have. Mm. But 
but you have it. The way that you command the room, the mm. way that you look into everyone's soul and bring everyone along for the ride is crazy. Your smile is infectious. And I've I've experienced you playing a couple of times and it's it's always magical, man. Just the way you pull people in and truly not just give them a show, but you give them an experience, right? And that's something that necessarily can't be taught. That That is something that you just have. And uh, hats off to you for it, man. Seriously. Thank you. As, as we're talking about performing, you've performed all over the world. Is, is there a particular uh, venue or space that you always look forward to performing in? Mm. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I guess, like, there's a few, really. Uh, I think um, Japan, hmm. uh, it, 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 that was the first international location that I went to. And uh, I've been there twice. Um, you, you remember how old you were the first time you went? Yeah, I think it was 11. Wow. Um, uh, and we went to Osaka, and a few years later, I went to Tokyo. And, um, man, the... the even just walking around, like from my point of view, like when I'm using my cane, like you can just, for example, just feel where you're at. There's lines on the on the ground that just tell you, okay, just follow the line, you know, and okay, there's there's an object coming up. You get ready, you know, just little things like that that um, that really just help me from from my point of view, and and then even like. For example, let's say you're in the in the subway station in Japan. Um, every station has its own jingle. So if you uh-huh. frequently ride the train, all you gotta memorize is the jingle. And then you know where you are. Nice. Right. Um, but like, performing there was is, is, was amazing, and uh, I'm really you know, grateful for that. And I'd say another location that that I've enjoyed a lot um, is South Korea, mm. um, it, especially um, the the show that we did outside. It was like outdoors, and there was like I believe like something like twenty thousand people. Wow! I think, um, and and the the energy, like you know, like you, you were saying about the energy, like like yes, the energy from the artists is important but even the energy from the crowd right from the audience oh is, yeah because I, I what we, they what they give is what they receive right right yeah. exactly exactly and um in france as well like um really great venues there including jazz of vienne a great festival yeah. there outdoors and in the open <laughs> the, that crowd will come like if it's raining. <laughs> That's how crazy it is. Like, like yeah. if it's raining, the the, uh, the attendance is crazy there. But um, th- those are just a few of my favorites. But honestly, everywhere we, we've went, it's, it's been amazing. So that is awesome, man. And you know, as you sit here talking about these other countries, I can't help but to bring up the fact that you know. These other countries have a greater appreciation at times Mm. than we Americans do of Mm. our own music, right? Which is why historically so many artists went over to Europe 
and never came back because they were appreciated yeah. 10 times over than they were here in the States. Uh -huh. And it's crazy that, you know, here we are in 2022 and it's it still holds true, right? You, you get a, right. you, you find yourself doing more encores abroad than you do here mm. in the States. Mm -hmm. But one thing to add to that though, I feel like I'm glad that we have events in the, in the United States though, that, mm. that allow people from all over the world to be here. Yes. Like for example, the Capital Jazz Cruise. Yes. <laughs> you know? You had everybody from all over. All over the place. So. Yeah, we definitely had a great time on that cruise. And I, I can't wait to come back there. Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully we will have you back there for it. Matter of fact, I'll be hosting the Capital Jazz Festival in a oh, couple of weeks. Yeah, so I'm nice. looking forward to, to being on the stage there. It's going to be a, a really nice time. Tell but, everyone uh, I said hi. I most definitely will, man. I most definitely will. But I remember seeing you uh, on the Super Cruise and, you know, you're sitting there, you're playing piano, then you turn around, you're playing organ. Next tune, you're playing both of them simultaneously. And, you know, the crowd is, is going wild and everyone's ecstatic and uh, you were uh, given one heck of... Uh, not only a show but a performance but you're also inviting us into your psyche if you will you know mm. allowing us to see things the way in which you do right and how how beautiful that is man yeah when when I think about uh, the latest album connections one of my favorite tunes on there is your arrangement of the classic Spain. Oh my gosh. When you hit that breakdown, man, and you slow that time signature down and start speaking to it slowly, but, 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 uh, and the drums are, are syncopated with you, man. Oh my goodness, my goodness, yeah. my goodness. First time I heard it, I was here in my office, man. I screamed so loud. <laughs> you did? Oh, I, oh I, my god! I screamed so loud, and then I programmed I have it. it. I okay. have the, the, the sound. Oh, nice. Here it is. You know, but and again, like being in the studio, it's just you know, Derek is like, okay, as I keep the drum group, right, 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 the groove nice and tight. Everybody else just drag that thing on out. Oh man, y'all drag that thing. <laughs> Through the but dirt, through the mud, through the field, out the, man. Out the back door. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but, but um, uh, I think, um, uh, and then also, like, there was stuff on the record, like, I, I love the, the whole improv stuff, like, mm -hmm. just, again, like, no, no script, just, you know, going all out, like, acceptance was like that, I'm sorry it was like that. Yes. Uh, Baya and the, the Connections interlude thing was like that. Mm -hmm. You know. Actually, fun fact, the, um, Baya and Connections, that was me and John Baptiste doing a, a, like, that was a whole 20 minute or so, like, session of just us playing piano, and somehow we started and end, it ended with Baya. <laughs> but, wow. um, 
that bio uh, track was the last five minutes of that, and then the the interlude connections was like in the middle of that twenty minute session. <laughs> That's crazy. That right? is crazy. Yeah, but it's I mean it's it's you all having not just a good time but a great time, mm. and you know it it definitely can be heard through all of that through all of that. I'm so glad you had that stem right there. I told you, man, you're a technological wizard to be able to pull a stem just like that. I have files on my computer I can't even get to because I don't remember what they call, where they are, anything. Uh Here it is. You pull a stem out of thin air in 20 seconds. Uh Incredible, man. You you mentioned John Baptiste, and I know you all are are very close, and he's somewhat of a a mentor to you as well. Talk about your relationship, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I first saw him at Desert Living Center uh, when I was about, I think, nine hmm. or so. And I was like, uh, wait, wait, I went up to him and um, I was like, you know, I, I love what you do and I want to play with you. Next thing I knew, I was at a venue with him and his band um, and it all you know, opened up from there, really. Uh, uh, he would invite me to different shows, and I would play with him, and which led to playing auxiliary keyboards on The Tonight Show with Stephen Colbert, or Late Show nice. with Stephen Colbert, yeah. um, um, which led to us doing a few uh, two piano uh, gigs, <laughs> um, right. uh, which led to the whole recording for the album. Um and, you know, only God. <laughs> only God, uh, man. Yeah. And hats off to him, you know, winning all of those Grammys uh, just about a month ago. What was it? Five yeah, Grammys? Six five Grammys? five Grammys, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Just, Shout out to everyone else who was a part of that as well. Most definitely. And, you know, I, I definitely see a Grammy or two or three mm. coming your way in the Thank near future you. because, you know, as your gift continues to grow and and presence continues to grow in the musical space, you know, it's only a matter of time before your gift is recognized on that level. Thank you. So what aspirations does Matthew Whitaker have, you know, post-graduation at Juilliard? Who is it that you want to be when you fully step out into uh, this world, if you will? Mm. Well, um... That's a really good question. I gotta think on that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, but I, I think really just always just just like the, the, the thing I'm always just telling myself is, you know, you be the best you can be. Yeah. You know? And that's that's something that my parents are always telling me. Hmm. You know, so I, I'm 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 always you know trying to do that. Now, isn't that, is that the phrase, I know you, you met Stevie Wonder years and years just ago. Just Be and, You, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he had Just Be You on his on his t-shirt, right? Yeah, and, uh, in Braille. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, speaking of Braille t-shirts, um, we, had, we, had, we, or had, we just released um, a few Braille t-shirts. Uh, shout out to uh, All Design. Wow. Um, and... Um, there's a Just Be You one, and then there's a Follow Your Dreams one. So. Nice. 
Look yeah. at that, man. Look at you. Your entrepreneurial spirit is moving and you have your own line of T-shirts, man. That's that's incredible. I'm going to have to pick one of those up for sure. Uh, any other aspirations out there as um, as a brand ambassador, if you will, or product line? Mm, good question. Um, well, I mean, uh, I'm always, you know, um, you know, but um, uh, I, I always, you know, love just experimenting with different, you know, musical instruments mm -hmm. as well, you know, and also, you know, researching, you know, you know, those, those people who make everything really, uh, like who make instruments, what, um, what I do and, you know, um, I'm always, you know, open to, to, you know, collaborating with, with, with various companies and developers, like I mentioned earlier. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> so who are, are you sponsored by any particular manufacturer right now, instrument-wise? Yeah, um, I'm endorsed by, um, by Hammond. Okay. Um, which is, um, the, 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 the company that makes the, the Hammond organs. Mm-hmm. Um, that 450 and, pound mammoth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I'm really excited.
I am just in love with your gift and the way it just shines through, man. You are just one incredible human being, Matthew. And I, I thank you for sharing your gift with the world, brother. Truly. Thank you. I Truly. really appreciate it. You know, I was blown away when I watched the video of, uh, I forget which doctor it was or a oh, scientific group, that they, they they did a scan of your brain and mm -hmm. showed what you see when you are stimulated by music and man oh my gosh that was just simply incredible the way your you. your neurons and everything fire off and you know how your vision uh, those those brain waves, if you will, they the vision highlights your or enhances your hearing, if you will, and then your creative effects. Man, it's it's just I I was blown away. I'd never seen anything like it. How was that experience oh, wow. for you when they explored this? Man, it was an amazing experience. It was just oh, all right. I was just in the MRI scanner with a with a little keyboard on my lap, <laughs> laying down. <laughs> Um, I mean, it was it was toughy <laughs> for one thing, but um, I mean, but to, to get that, you know, it, it, to, to get those results, you know, was, was amazing. And the fact, you know, I use my visual cortex, like, huh? Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> right, because you, you had no idea, right? You had no idea. Mm, mm -hmm. And then, and then also, um. Uh, like, like even just the idea of doing it, like, like, um, like, I'm grateful that we, we you know, we, 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 we said yes to it because, like, I remember, like, we were a bit nervous, you know, I at first, imagine. but once, but once, once we got a understanding of what is going on and how this is gonna work, we we're like, oh, okay, so now right, we get it, right? Yeah. yeah, so it gave you a better understanding into your your gift, if you would, right? Mm, yeah. 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 Has it since going through that and learning how your visual cortex works, have you been able to hone in on that per se even more? Or I, I don't know the best way to ask that question. Has has there been any uh, change or enhancement, if you will, um, mm. in exploring your gift? Uh, what do you mean by that? So just from knowing now that, you know, mm. how the visual cortex works, right. have you been able to hone into that? I, I have no idea. I, oh, as, I'm, as I'm sitting uh, here saying it. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But that's a good question, though. Yeah. That's a good yeah. question. <laughs> all right. Let's go back to to the uh, to your, your music. There's one yeah. tune that. I love uh, definitely based upon the the time signatures and the uh, the key changes as well. This uh, a tune, and I, I think you already know what what song I'm going to say. But uh, this being a song that I believe you might have been commissioned to even write, but uh, that song being emotions. Oh, that one! Tell us about it. Um. Yeah, that was on the second. Wow. It's yeah, that's on the back. second album. Right? That's, <laughs> second that's not on that connections. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is not now here. This not. Wow. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So how that came about was um, the FMDG Music Store, the one I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Um. They. Um. They were doing a, a 
a, an event at the Metropolitan Museum in New York, and the theme of the show was Rhythm of Life. Mm. And they wanted me to compose a song for the show. And um, I did it, and um, Brian Backus, who was the producer for Now Hear This, um, he, he was like, hey, let's put, on, let's put it on the album. Uh, and I'm like, oh, great idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, we, we and so, so we did it, and I, and it is similar. Like if you want to go back to connections for a sec, um, yeah. Um, similarly, like um, for Journey Uptown, um, that was a um, that was a song that I composed for for an event, which then got um, put on the record. Because mm-hmm. um, how that happened was um, my friends. Uh, Gabe Stonechaya and Skylar Brandt, uh, who are both dancers, uh, uh, I composed this song for them, and they created the dance based on my on my uh, on what I composed. Wow! Um, and even um, if you compare the 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 song for the dancing and then the the album version, is something that that's actually different. And you know, going back to what you said earlier about you know, playing together and being together in the same room. Um, we were doing sound check for for uh, the song that we were gonna do with Miss Regina Carter <clears throat> mm. and and her drummer was playing this groove in seven eight and next thing I know I was I was playing one of the parts of Johnny Uptown in seven eight with, with that groove and I was like, Okay, yeah, we're, we're switching that. <laughs> so we, so I saw Jonathan, I'm like, Jonathan, hey, uh what's which in this part in the middle? And he's like, Oh come on <laughs> No but no but um it was it was really fun to to uh, experiment with that and and, and if it, and it became you know part of the song now. So we changed something that was originally in the, the version for the dancers. <laughs> Basically. Nice. Then, no, I mean having the connection is one thing, but then having the exploration mm. of course being something else. As you know, you're yeah. you're still you you're three albums in, right? Incredible yeah. projects, you know, they've been doing great on the charts and everything, and you've been working with a plethora of artists out there. You just mentioned Regina Carter, of course. Are there any artists that are on your wish list for collaboration mm. at this point? Man, so many, I think. Um, one of them, I think, being Jordan Rudis. He is an amazing uh, keyboardist, and pianist, composer, uh, arranger. Um, he also uh, plays in the band Dream Theater. Mm. Uh, and they are uh, a, a band that really, you know, Plays anything, um, but um, they really lean on the more heavier side of, 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 uh, of you know, if if, if if that makes sense. Like, oh yeah. Um, but honestly, I love it. <laughs> um, and you know, and but you know, they always you know do them if 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 that makes sense. Right. Um, and I, I would love to work with Jordan, um, but. Man, so many people. Like, and honestly, like, whoever just would, whoever, honestly, you know, I'm, I'm open. Cause like, as a composer and arranger, you know, you really have to be into, you know, all styles of music, not just right. the ones that you like 
you know, just all of them. Is there a vocalist out there that comes to mind that you would mm. love to collaborate with? Great question. Again, um, I'm open, so like whoever, okay. it, it could be, it could be whoever. Nice. Well, I know whoever is coming your way, but I would love to see one collaboration with you. There is a guitarist who is world-renowned and amazing, Raul Midon. I don't know if you're familiar. Of course, yeah, I know him. I would love for you. Raul lives around the corner from me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I would love for the two of you to do a song together. I think it would be magical. Wow. Magical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna mention that to him next time I, I talk it. to that brother for sure to Yeah. Tell to him I said hi. I'm trying to get a hold of him anyway, so Yeah, and, and maybe, you know, when you come down to DC this summer, maybe the two of you can connect. Uh he has his studio right in his basement too, and you know, you guys can mm-hmm. put something through. You you never know. You never know. Mm. I just want to have a front row seat to hear it all and mm-hmm. be a part of it, right? I just, I just want to be there for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but no. But uh, family, we have had the incredible Matthew Whitaker uh, in studio with us today. He is a multi-instrumentalist. This is a brother who plays piano, who plays organ, who plays drums. What do we have to look forward to uh, in this? next year of you getting mm. outside of the pandemic with touring and more yeah i mean well uh check out the website matthewwhitaker.net you can find all my social media pages um all my music as well as um my tour dates if you go on the menu and click on tour uh a a a um, list of tours uh tour dates and locations should pop up and um, feel free to keep track of that. You can also sign up for the for the newsletter or for the email list or whatever, and also contact us as well on the site. Again, MatthewWhatever.net. And for my uh, visually impaired people, yes, it is accessible. Don't worry. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. Yes. yes, well, as we get out of here, man, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I got nothing but love for you, and I look forward to seeing you when you come to town very, very soon. And we're going to keep on pumping your music for all the world to hear, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your continued, uh, your continued support from all of you. And, um, yeah, thank you. Well, I need one more song for you to take us out you, of here, man. You do? Oh, I do, man. man. It's, it's only right, you know, just, of course, I can play your music, but you're in your studio, so why not just get it right from you? Well, how about this? Uh, what's, what's something I can do that's like kind of greasy? <laughs> so, something greasy, you know? We don't have greasy yeah, this somewhere. Get a little greasy. It's all good. Let's see. Oh, boy. around much more yeah
tell a story. Regina Carter, don't get around much more. Cool Jazz Conversations Damn. Classic, yeah, any more, man. Thank you, my brother, for sharing your gift and hanging out with us here on Cool Jazz Conversations today, man. It has truly been a pleasure, and I love you for taking the time right here today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Well, family, that is going to do it for this edition of Cool Jazz Conversations, a production of TVM Productions, and is broadcast from its home of WSSB 90.3 FM here at South Carolina State University. You can catch the podcast of this program on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Amazon Music, Player FM, and Google Podcast. And you can also find us at www.cooljazzconversations.podbean.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cool Jazz Conversations. And we'll talk to you next time. Be good. Peace. Thank you.